read from a passage here in Luke chapter 2 verse 8 it says in the same region there were shepherds out on the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear and the angel of the Lord said to them fear not behold I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Would you bow your heads with me tonight, Lord Jesus? We are so thankful for choosing to step inside the history, our history, Lord, and Father, bringing hope for broken humanity. Lord, we thank you for coming in humbleness and, and giving us life and life everlasting. Lord, I pray that tonight we would be focused on you, I know there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of things that happened this year. I know there's a lot of things that we could think about. But tonight, Father, we want to spend some time just thinking of the amazing, amazing arrival that you have done in history. And Lord, we are thankful for the hope that you brought to a broken humanity. May Jesus who prayed, everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, if you ever had a moment in your life where Everything seemed to go your way. You're like, I've never had those. And then you have that one thing that happens. Maybe you get into a car accident. Hopefully it never happens. Or if someone calls you on the phone, you know those people that just call to drop a bomb and they hang up and you're left to deal with the, with the damage. Maybe you heard that someone gossiped about you. Maybe you found out that you were getting laid off Maybe this whole pandemic has devastated your finances. And you just can't seem to get your mind off this, this relationship, this problem in your life right now because it's so present. It's so, it has a way of, of constantly making its way in every single area of your life. I uh, recently got into a car accident and every single time I drive since then, it's been a couple months, I'm, everyone, if anybody gets close to me, I just go kind of crazy because I'm like, you know, you have those moments when something like that happens. Well, what happens there is there's, there's an area in your life or in your heart that there's no peace. If you ever had an a, uh, argument or a fight with maybe your spouse, your friend, your parents, there is a dis, disharmony. There's, there's no peace in that relationship. And then he manifests itself around. And somebody asks you for something and you just sort of go off and you're like, this is wrong and this is wrong. Why? Because there's, there's no peace. Tomorrow or tonight, you're going to have family. And I love being with family. But I think we all know family is where things just sort of have a way of coming out during dinners. If you're single... Some people will to ask you, you know, a family might ask you, like, why are you still single? <laughs> if you're married, my revenge to that is, hey, you guys have been married for 10 years. Why, don't you, why do you guys only have one kid? <laughs> right? It seems like no matter what you do, somebody's going to be displeased with 
where you are in life. So we learn how not to talk about politics, faith, and just personal issues. So we resort to, well, this December, it's actually, it's cold. Yeah, because it's December. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we might actually get snow. Yeah, we, we get that from time to time. You're not saying anything crazy here. You're just doing small talk just to pass time because you don't want to get cl- you don't want to talk about the things that are somewhat hot button issues for you if it's politics, if it's faith. But that points to maybe there's no peace in, the, in these relationships. If you ever dealt with someone that had a conflict inside, they have a conflict with everyone around. You're like, "Oh, you talked about your boss, your boss is wrong, your parents are wrong." Your spouse is wrong, your friends are wrong, your church is wrong, your pastor is wrong, your leaders are wrong, the guy right next to you that drove today it was wrong. Do you see a common denominator here? It's you. <laughs> That's the common denominator. You have a conflict here, so you see it everywhere that you go. So how do we deal with when we have a conflict inside? We are told here, in this passage in Luke 2, 8 and 14, th- through 14, that says that when, when the angel came, they, th- there was an army of angels and they were singing glory to God in the highest and on the earth peace among those whom he is pleased. So we are told that God came to bring peace amongst us. And if you have been watching the news lately, especially in 2020, you realize pretty quickly, yeah, it's not really peaceful. Things are not exactly peaceful. I'm reminded of this uh, poet in 1863. This is a poet. uh, His name is um, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, very famous American poet. He lost his wife two years prior that Christmas in 1863, and then now he was nursing his son who got uh, injured by a bullet, and I think it was the 1st of December. And as he is caring for his son, he has so much loss in his life, and the Civil War is just raging on and all over the the South States and, and all around the coast. He started to hear the bells of this church. And he wrote this. He said, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And wild and sweet, the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then from each black accursed mouth, the cannon thundered in the south. And with the sound, the carols drowned of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks this song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. So as he is nursing his son to to health and he is in this home of his and then he hears the cannons in the south the sound of war at the same time he also hears the bells of the church and he's reminded of this choir of this of this news that was given to us that god came so glory to god in the highest and the earth peace among those with whom he is pleased so peace on earth 
And he says, well, well, wait a second. On one hand, I'm conflicted because I'm hearing the bells of the church that gives me hope. But on the other hand, I hear the thunder and the war sounds and, and then the cannons in the south. And he comes to this conclusion that he says, the carols drown of peace on earth, goodwill to men, and in despair I bow my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks this song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. So he's like, okay, how is there peace on earth when we are so divided, so hate-filled? He says, I bowed my head in despair. So I'm not sure how this Christmas finds you, we prayed for a white Christmas, a joyful Christmas, and we got a COVID Christmas. <laughs> but the good news is in his next line, that God is, n- is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. So what is God's response to this? God's response is to give us the best that he has, and that is to give us himself. Jesus, all the glory that belongs to him, spending time in heaven, left all of that. How do you fit the galaxies and the glory of heaven into a small child? How do you do that? Have you ever tried to put shoes on that are too small for you? It's not exactly a pleasant experience, if you know what I mean. How do you take all the glory of God but he humbled himself and became like one of us so that he would be able to sympathize with us, so he'd be able to know what it's like to deal with pain and despair and loneliness and not have joy. God gave the best that he had, and that is he gave himself. So what does that mean, though? What is mean that Jesus stepped into our history in our time and brought hope. He is the light of the world. When everything is dark, he is the one who steps and brings us hope. So if this Christmas you are feeling lonely, God promised that he'll never forsake you nor leave you. If in this Christmas you are just feeling a bit annoyed, he came to give us peace. If this Christmas you just feel angry. Well, he came to forgive our sins, so we are able to forgive others. So what did God give us? I love how it's put here in Romans fourteen seventeen says this, for the kingdom of God, so the kingdom of God coming here on earth is not a matter of eating and drinking, even though we do a lot of that on Christmas, right? It's not, the Christmas is not about eating and drinking, but of righteousness, and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So what is the kingdom of God stepping into the the, the stage of history? Is God came that we might have righteousness. What is righteousness? Right standing with God and other people. Because he loved us, we are able to love others. Because he forgave us, we are able to forgive others. You see, if you have right standing in a relationship, you don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to argue because you have right standing. If you you 
are in good on good terms with your spouse, you don't have to defend yourself because you are in right standing with your spouse or with your friend or with your, with your parents. So Jesus brought us the hope and he himself became like one of us that we might have right standing with God himself. And because now we have right standing with God, the two, the next two of them flow out of that. And that is, he came to give us peace. When you are in right standing with God and others, you have peace. You don't have to, you know, get those comments out, you know, the, the, the backhanded comment. You know, like you're commenting, you are complimenting rather, but it's, you know, it's a slap, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a dig, you know. You, you, you don't have to do that. You don't have to pay back those who have wronged you because you were forgiven. So being in right standing with God, that means that there is a peace, which in Philippians 4, 7, we are told that in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So by having a right standing with God, we have a peace in Him. The most people don't understand how are you able to keep this quiet, to keep this calm, and still love people and have joy amidst this pandemic. Well, because I have a joy and a peace that transcends all understanding and that comes from above, and it's not temporary, it's eternal, and because of that, I'm able to flourish. Because we have right standing with God, we will have peace. And the last one is that we will have joy. I love how Psalm 16 puts it this way. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So in his presence, there is joy. If you're familiar with the biblical narrative, you know that there's this guy, his name is Apostle Paul. His name was actually Saul, and he was persecuting Christians. He was sort of the ISIS, going around and dragging people out of churches because he was so zealous for his own faith. And then he encountered Jesus, and everything changed. He went from persecuting to being persecuted. He went from the elite to being in prison. And he writes to the churches and says, I counted all as loss for the joy of knowing Christ Jesus, our Savior. See, happiness depends on circumstances. Of maybe you bought something or maybe something is just right, but joy transcends all of that. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with a sickness or a disease. When you have the joy of the Lord... Nothing can can sway you. So my hope tonight is that you understand that these things are practical. Then encountering Jesus and accepting Jesus in our lives will bring light in the midst of darkness. It will bring hope in the midst of despair. You will bring peace where there is no peace. You will bring joy. That is the hope of the gospel. That is the message of Christmas. And I know so many times we get so distracted by the toys and, and the food and the laughter. We get so distracted, maybe somebody offended you. But we need to give back to what Christmas is about. 
And that is God himself stepping onto the stage of history and reaching me and you with his love. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope this message inspired you to live in light of eternity. Please make sure to subscribe so you can keep up with all the new messages that are coming weekly. Till next time, God bless.